Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. NFL Week 16 takeaways, and I feel like we share some common ground on this one because, number one, you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Man. I am a fan, I guess, <laughs> of the Washington football team. Um, that's going to come to an end here soon. Because of the fact that the Dallas Cowboys blew the doors off the Washington football team. Shellacking. And I didn't hate that at all. Like, of course, they're the better team. I've won a lot of money betting on Dallas all year long. I've won a lot of money betting against the Washington football team all year long. Did you take them minus 10 and a half? I didn't. I didn't. Or I had minus a, nine. I had a pretty deep. That was the only one that I, I think I gave that up before I left. I love Dallas yep. this weekend. Um, and that was the one that I felt comfortable playing. I didn't play it because I was up and I stopped playing stuff waiting for COVID news. I'm like, oh, I'm cool. Um, that game was terrible. And the only I thing I'll say about it, game. I know, I know you did. <laughs> only thing I'll say about it is Washington to be ashamed of themselves. Bringing in your benches, the bench gate. Oh, because Dallas brought their benches. Now we're going to, they haven't won a game since they've had their own benches travel with them. So how about you guys focus on other things like, um, I don't know, solid game plan. I don't know. A quarterback that's not 4'8", that has more experience in football then Old Dominion University. No shot against Old Dominion. I have a family no who went there. At ODU. But I'm sorry. It's a re- there's that it's that reason why you don't see Hall of Fame quarterbacks at ODU. Just doesn't happen. Just never has happened. It's, one it's time. really and Heineke is not the not the one that's gonna Heineke. do it. It's not his fault necessarily entirely. The defense was trash, the offense was trash, the whole thing was trash. Dan Snyder's always they got been a trash. Pre- lot, little pressure on Dak early. Did they? I was asleep. Just a after little the first pressure quarter. on Dak early. First and drive, then, actually. And then they started picking up the pace. Dak started picking apart the defense, and it was night-night sleep mask. I tell you what, it wasn't really the – I mean, of course, the Dallas offense was tremendous. But Dallas defense was so ridiculous. First and foremost, Trayvon Diggs pick. Like, Taylor Taylor Heineke's first – Call him Tyler. Tyler. Don't even care at this point. Taylor Heineke's first throw pick. Just love that. Love that. You had so many guys on defense and on offense score – touchdowns that they just have no business. Terrence Steele, the turnstile, as you know, a.k.a. the holding call, the the flag. The, <laughs> the flag, holding call. The holding the call. Flag. Literally, the Those flag. Those are his names. Basically, you know, he got a touchdown. Terrence Steele got a touchdown. You had Demarcus Lawrence get a touchdown. You had a Corey Clement blocked punt for a touchdown. To me, it was just the most complete game I've seen Dallas put together on offense. On You had Mike McCarthy smiling like a Cheshire cat yeah. on the sidelines. Don't know what a Cheshire cat is, but I imagine just it has a big like smile. grinning like you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. He looked just cat. absolutely embracing Corey Clement like it was his firstborn child. Yeah. It was just... It was a tremendous game. Just one of the best games I've seen in a long, long time. I'm glad Dallas fans and Mike McCarthy feel good about beating up on a terrible Washington football team. They needed it. They needed it. It was a statement when Dak's slump is officially over. It's been over. Actually, no, it has. Last time he played against Washington, it was not good. He was 28 for 39, 330 yards, and four TDs. Yeah. And you know what, though? And he could have done more. He could have done more. He put Cooper Rush in, and Cooper Rush immediately did something big. Yeah. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's smiling. It's it one of those games. I, I, I mean, it's nothing better than being on that side of the blowout. Everything is great. Not a sweat. I mean, I took, not a sweat at all. I took Cowboys minus nine, and at the time when I took it, I was like, "Man, this has backdoor written all over it." Washington almost backdoored in the last time in at home. Blah blah blah. No, 
It was never close. It was never once close. I'm just happy that um, zero zero was close. I, I'm happy that you guys put us out of our misery. Now we can start focusing on the draft. Matt Corral, I'm talking to you. Um, welcome home, baby. Welcome. Welcome. Home. You will be in the burgundy home. and gold. I I don't know if Dan Snyder is going to be here. He probably will because he is Teflon. But Matt Corral. To with, me, the, with the with the what is it the ninth what what pick do we have the ninth the sixth something it's just got to continue to just pew 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 lose out lose out you know I think what was in- also interesting is that the fact that the the Dallas only lost to the AFC West other than the game against the Buccaneers helped with their strength of schedule so because of the Raiders win they ended up winning the NFC East. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I saw that because who put that out? Adam or Ian Rappaport? One of them put it out this morning. I was like, before the game even started. Before the game started, and I was like, Dallas wait, how does won. that even? How does that work? And that's what I knew when I saw that they won the NFC East before we even kicked off. I knew I couldn't. I couldn't watch the game because it's Chiefs, Come Chargers, on, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, and those are the only games. Like Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders were the only L's outside of the Buccaneers. It's sick. Yeah, nuts. It is sick. Good for Dallas. Good for Jerry's world. Woohoo. Competent team. Franchise quarterback. Oh, God. Isn't it great to have a defense that uh, doesn't talk so much in the offseason and comes in and does nothing? Wish I knew what that felt like in D.C., but it's over. Matt Corral, you are on line one. Um, let's talk about some other games from the weekend. Uh, let's continue uh, the, the long line of disappointments, and we'll stop uh, the train here at um, in L.A. Does the train go to L.A.? They got a train in L.A.? Yeah. We're stopping in L.A. to talk uh, about I mean, the Chargers. Sort of. yeah. Well, actually, it was not in L.A. It was in Houston. Yep. Uh, the three win Houston Texans at the time put up 41 points on the Chargers. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Davis Mills is the quarterback. One of the longest necks General in NFL Mills. history. That's not like a made up stat that I use to make fun of somebody's le- neck length. No, that's um, a real stat. That's Davis always Mills. been a real stat. Like what? they talk about it. In it's combine. measured. It's literally a part of the combine. It's a fact. He literally. has a long neck. Also, it's like 40 time, three cone drill, neck length. Neck length. And strength as well. They they put like a dumbbell around your neck, neck and tell you strength. to do neck ups. Yeah, I've been there. Not not great stuff. If you don't have a long neck like Davis. Also, Mills. Instagram thoughts do those uh, neck things too with their with the weights around their neck. Mm. Yeah, they do that. That's like a part of the part of the training regimen for being is that? an IG thought. Yeah, of oh, course. I've heard you gotta about have that. strong necks to be an IG thought. Yeah, you you definitely do. I, <laughs> I can imagine why you would want to use that to get your way. Um, the Davis Mills led Houston Texans, twenty one of twenty seven, two hundred fifty four yards, two tutties. No interceptions. Rex Burkhead. Remember that guy? 22 carries for one, basically 150. He averaged almost seven yards a pop, two touchdowns. They could do no wrong. They scored 24 points in the final quarter of the game against the Chargers, who fall to eight and seven. Did you see it coming? No. Did I see it coming? Did anybody see it coming? No. No. Did the Texans see it coming? No. No No shot. I think that they kind of had belief at halftime. I think they started to really believe, like, wow, we could win this game. Yeah. Like, and the momentum felt like that. Like, it felt like, is are the Chargers, they don't look good in any way. Little hangover. Hangover. It's the holiday season. Holiday season hangover. You you have to imagine. A lot of these guys, especially if you're the Chargers, right? You're you're it's Christmas and you're with your family. They're like, who do you guys play on Sunday? Oh, we have the the Texans. the Texans. Everybody from the Chargers household. Oh. It's okay. You can have an extra piece of cake. Yeah, come on. It's fine. Hawaiian have rolls, another, extra plates of mac and have cheese. Have another uh, eggnog. Yeah. Turn up. Turn up. It's the we, Texans. We play the Texans. In Houston. In Houston. It's nice in Houston. Who cares? It's the Texans. They've given up on the season. And we come out there, and we're down 17 to 12 at half. We score three points against the Texas defense in third, and then we give up 24 in the fourth. Who's the real laughing stock of Christmas now? I mean, now? the Chargers are. The Chargers are really, like, 
strange team because they've got a good roster. Yeah. Like, they've got a Bosa. Like, that's a big piece of having a nice defense is have a Watt or a Bo- Bosa. Have a Watt or a Bosa. You know what I mean? And, like, they have one. They got one. They have a Derwin James. Like They have a Herbert, Trista. They have a Herbert. Let's talk about Herbert. We were ready to anoint this guy as the next. Oh, this guy has shades of Aaron Rodgers. He when does. Aaron Rodgers is done, Justin Herbert's going to slide his place. They have Justin Herbert. They, can, they, have, they have Mike Keenan Williams. Keenan Allen. Allen. Come on. Austin, the Texans? Like, we saw Rex Burkhead. No, but he is. You, I looked on fantasy. He is owned by three percent of fantasy football owners. No one. I could have used Rex Burkhead this weekend. I mine. lost. I lost in mine as well. Yeah, no, it was a bad sight. It was a sad, sad sight. Yeah, that's bad. And you know what? After all that, next week they're six point favorites against uh, the Denver Broncos. I'm kidding. Actually, I would probably lean the Broncos. No, I think probably it. take the under there. Uh, I don't see much happening mm. in that in that one. Uh, Javante. Uh, Javante props all day, every day. Like, this Chargers run defense is absolutely trash. Yeah. Um, I think another game that was interesting to me was the Bills. Like, the Bills, in yeah. good weather, they did some things. It turns out, much like the Ravens, that you don't need to have running backs if you have a running quarterback. Yeah. Like, just give Josh Allen the ball designed runs. Like, he is the running back now. Like, that's what well, that's what you have. And it's funny because when they played Tampa, I believe it was, that game was actually close. It yeah, came it down to, like, the final throw of that game. It, yeah. It came down to the wire for sure. Came down to the wire. And that was the game where they were running a lot of power run schemes with Josh Allen. That's the yep. first time we had really seen it because they were doing, like, RPO stuff all year long. Yeah. But they went, like, power run with Josh Allen. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, because that was also that first half. It was like the first first half in the NFL history where the running back had no rushing attempts. Yep. Like that it never happened in the history of the game. Josh Allen was running power power rush. And then we were, we saw in that game like, oh, I think the I think they found out something. And then they continue to do it and you give 12 carries to Josh Allen against the Patriots. And also through the year, 314, three touchdowns, no picks. Now we're looking at Josh Allen like, oh, okay. That's the quarterback that we're used to seeing. And uh, man, Look at, like, Josh Allen all year long, though. He ran between, what, weeks one and – between weeks one and 13, he had one game of 10 or more rushes. It was 11 against Kansas City. They won 30-20. to 20. Since then, in the last, what, three weeks, he's had 12 attempts in two of the three games. I know. I was talking to a friend about that, and I was like, yeah. And they're like, what was Josh Allen's stat line? Because I was, like, talking about how I went up against him in fantasy. And I was like – he ran a dozen times. He had yeah. 12 carries. Yeah. Like, that is more carries than Mark Ingram's going to have tonight. <laughs> like, facts. If like, some, somebody's holding a Mark, Mark, Mark Ingram uh, player prop tonight and just, like, heard that, yeah. you know what? It's going to be a bad night I for me. I need to take the under now. She didn't even have to mention she Josh Allen compared to Mark Ingram. It's like, just a stray for no reason whatsoever. Like, yeah. like, 12, 12, 12, and 3. He didn't need it against Carolina, but, like, that's really figuring something out. Like, yeah. that... That turns out like you don't need Devin Singletary as your running back. You can just use him like uh, like an Alvin Kamara type. Like you just use him as your safety valve out of the backfield. And yeah. You just run the ball. He's so big. He's so thick. The yeah. only thing that scares me now though is like, okay, it works. We see it work. But got a spy. He's twenty two years old. Yep. Uh, you're running power rush with him. You're going inside zone, outside zone with him. He's crazy. He's your running back, and also he's your quarterback. At what point are you afraid? Like I know he's bigger. He's he's a good sized quarterback, but bro, he's twenty two. Yeah. So how sustainable is that? Are they gonna say, "Hey, Josh Allen, we're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. 
we're going to kill you for the next five, six weeks, okay? But when we win the Super Bowl or we go to the Super Bowl, you will thank us, and then we'll get a running back in the offseason. We'll think about running football Promise. in the offseason. But for, like, the next six weeks or so as we turn into playoff mode, we need you to be the number one running back. How sustainable is that? Because he gets one hit. Whether, and now knee he's knee a runner. So, like, yeah. we don't have to respect the knee thing. They're trying to crack down on that. I can put helmet straight to the knee. Because if a guy's that big and if I'm a DB, if I'm a DB, I'm 6'1", 5'10 and a half. Oh, I'm a Bro, re- I'm not tackling Josh Allen up high and getting put on sports. Center. I'm not going to be on Booker's best on Monday night. And he's hurtling people, too. Yeah, like, come on. Like, and I have pride, too. Don't <laughs> jump over me. Like, I'm a grown man. Yeah. You, put your, you put your legs, I'll say, you're growing on above my helmet or uh, above my helmet while my family is watching. That's the last time you jump. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, it just has to happen. And that's just how I don't need I don't need uh I don't need Coach Greg Williams paying me money to take you out. You're not gonna put your groin on my helmet on TV. <laughs> yes. Sorry. It's just not gonna happen. So Josh Allen, that's and that's what, all I'm saying. I say all I have to say this. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm for afraid him. for him because if he's running this much, it looks cute, it looks cool. He's twenty two, has a long career ahead of him. And if he's the number one like option. You see jo- you see <laughs> Cam Jordan, like Cam Jordan would destroy Josh yeah. Allen if he tries to hurdle him. Yeah, come on. He would just catch him and then DDT yeah. him off the top yeah. turnbuckle. Like it's over for him. So for him. Any other games that like caught your eye in week 16? Yeah, like, Cincinnati. Right Cincinnati the with, yeah, the, with 500 and something yards, like just a smackdown. Like I know the Ravens had and no one. In. They rubbed it in all yeah. night long. Like that team's going to be good for a long time. I like them. I like them. They're having a the discussion They're about um, uh, how good is that offense in general. And uh, Booger kind of hated on them. But I'm like, man, they, they top are. Three. They're, they're young. And that's the thing. They're young. They're young. They're figuring some things out. And Zach Taylor, in spite of. You're lucky of. you have one of the most talented groups of of young guys. And also, you got Joe Mixon, so that always helps. Uh, Bengals, 41. A lot of 40-point games. The over. I wonder what the over was. I, gotta go I back. think it was a big over Looks weekend. Looks like a big over week to me. I think even, even Chicago Bears-Seattle went over. Yeah, 25-24 in that game. That's 50 points, 49 <laughs> points. I'm telling you. Chiefs beat the brakes off the Steelers 36-10. to 10. It was a huge over week.